Chapter 6 of Putting the Most into Life by Booker T. Washington. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Andrew Kennedy. On Making Our Race Life Count in the Life of the Nation. In the Bible, one finds over and over again the words, a peculiar people. Reference is made to the Jews as a peculiar people a people differing in thought and temperament and mode of life from others by whom they were surrounded now the race to which americans of african lineage belongs is often described as a peculiar people having had as we know a peculiar history they differ in color and in appearance and in a very large degree their temperament and thought differ from that of the people about them now the jews because they were different from the peoples by whom they were surrounded because of their peculiar religious bent were able to give to the world the doctrine of the unity and fatherhood of god and christianity the finest flower of jewry it is then i think not too much to hope that the very qualities which make the negro different from the peoples by whom he is surrounded will enable him in the fullness of time to make a peculiar contribution to the nation of which he forms a part what that contribution is to be no man can now tell but we must keep in mind that the race is made of individuals and every man god made is different has some deed to do some work to work be undismayed though thine be humble do it too as with an individual so with a race when you and i and all the other individuals that go to make up our race shall have learned to do well our own peculiar work we shall be able to determine the bent of the race it must fall upon you and me who have had opportunity to work out in some measure our own individual problems to give direction to the race it is for us therefore to bring to the enrichment of our lives as individuals every quality which we are capable of cultivating there is in the new testament a passage which i like to refer to and to think of it reads something like this he that overcometh shall be clothed in white raiment the expression he that overcometh occurs several times in the new testament i am anxious that the tuskegee students shall get the idea firmly fixed in their minds that there are definite rewards coming to the individual or to the race that overcomes obstacles and succeeds in spite of seemingly insurmountable difficulties the palms of victory are not for the race that merely complains and frets and rails i do not mean to say that there is not a place for race loyalty and enthusiasm there is a proper and vital place for protests against the wrongs that are inflicted without cause or reason every race like every individual should be swift to protest against injustice and wrongs but no race must be content with mere protests 
every race must show to the world by tangible visible indisputable evidence that it can do more than merely call attention to the wrongs inflicted upon it the reward of life is for those who choose the good where evil calls out on every hand that reward is moral character the more temptations resisted the more difficult the struggle the more robust the character the holy innocent person is much less praiseworthy than is he who has faced temptation and has come out of it unscarred the virtues of foresight and thrift and frugality brought bravely to the front will bring large material possessions which if properly used will refine and enrich life i am constrained to refer once more to that peculiar people the jews a race that has been handicapped in very much the same way as the colored people their opportunities have been limited in many directions in russia today they are in many cases debarred from schools and from entrance into the professions and notwithstanding the barriers in this country one of the most noted banking firms in the united states is composed of jews members of a despised race they made up their minds that in spite of difficulties they would not stop to complain but would compel recognition by making a real contribution to the country of which they formed a part the japanese race is a convincing example of the respect which the world gives to a race that can put brains and commercial activity into the development of the resources of a country what material difficulties the thrifty hollanders have had to overcome in the development of their country but the battle against water and wind has developed not only a country but an energetic thrifty people the netherlands have literally been made by these sturdy hollanders who because they overcame are looked upon as a great and happy people there is then opportunity for the colored people to enrich the material life of their adopted country by doing what their hands find to do minor duties though they be so well that nobody else of any race can do them better this is the aim that the tuskegee student should keep steadily before him if he remembers that all service however lowly is true service an important step will have been taken in the solution of what we term the race problem for it must be remembered that no individual of any race can contribute to the solution of any general problem until he has first worked out his own peculiar problem some months ago i met a former schoolmate whom i had not seen for a number of years i was naturally interested to hear about his progress and began to question him i asked him where he lived and he said he had no abiding place in fact he had lived in a half dozen places since we parted in answer to other questions i found that he had no special trade 
no special business, no bank account. I asked then what he had been doing in the intervening years, and he answered he had been traveling about over the country, doing his best to solve the race problem. That man should rather have been at work at the solution of his own individual problem. An individual circumstanced as he was could not solve anybody's problem. It is important to have one's own dooryard clean before calling attention to the imperfection in the neighbor's yard. Each Negro can put much into the life of his race by making his own individual life present a model in purity and patience, in industry and courage, in showing the world how to get strength out of difficulties. The late President Garfield once said that no person ever drowned, no matter how many times he was thrown overboard, who was worth saving, and that remark, with a few modifications, might be applied to a race. No race is ever lost that is worth saving, and no race need be lost that wants to save itself. The world is full of little people who, through lack of wisdom and patience and perseverance, merely add to the world's burdens. The despised Negro has the chance to show to the world that charity which suffereth long, and is kind, and which never faileth. In the face of discouragements and difficulties, the Negro must ever remember that nobody can degrade him. Nobody can degrade a big race or a big man. No one can degrade a single member of any race. The individual himself is the only one who can inflict that punishment. Frederick Douglass was on one occasion compelled to ride for several hours in a portion of a freight car. A friend went into the freight car to console him and said to him that he hated to see a man of his intelligence in so humiliating a position. I am ashamed that they have thus degraded you. But Douglas straightened himself up in his seat, looked the friend in the face, and said, They cannot degrade Frederick Douglas. And so they cannot degrade a single individual who does not want to be degraded. Injustice cannot work harm upon the oppressed without injuring the oppressor. The Negro people must live the precepts taught by the Christ. They must go on multiplying day by day deeds of worthiness, piling them up mountain high. And just as you and I, as individuals, are called upon to serve the race of which we are a part, so let us as our race recognize the fact that we are a part of a great nation which we are bound to serve. End of chapter 6 End of Putting the Most into Life by Booker T. Washington